0: Thank you. Hello and welcome to the Leaders Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. My name is Scott Chaloner and you join us on a bright day here in the capital as once again we bring together a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First and foremost on today's show, I'm delighted to have Andrew Durkin alongside me. Andrew is the managing director of Mustard PR, a rapidly growing and profitable PR communications consultancy. Which focused on helping B2B businesses build thought leadership and brand reputation. Uh, Andrew, very warm welcome to yourself and thank you ever so much for taking the time to join us.
1: Hi Scott, thanks for having me.
0: It's a real pleasure having you on the airwaves with us, Andrew. Certainly a nice day for it as well. Um, Normally, we would dive straight in with the subject of leadership, but considering the ongoing COVID-19 situation, I feel it's appropriate that we start there because it is, I'm sure you'll agree, one of the greatest challenges of our time for this current generation of leaders within business, within governments, within communities as well. But how has it affected you and your operations over recent months?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's been it's been a challenge, that's for sure. I mean, I think as as it became clear that um something bad was gonna happen and people started talking about lockdown, um, I think like a lot of businesses, we recently started looking at you know, our operation and what it would mean and, you know, the sort of great unknown out there. And I think for us as a business, we um we do sort of work and have worked for quite a long time um remotely we've always encouraged our consultants to um work from home when they need to and be flexible but as COVID approached it became clear that was going to be the way forward and we needed to really look at how that was going to impact our business how that was going to impact the service that we provided our our clients um So for us, that was, you know, there was obviously technical challenges as consultants providing a service. We need to make sure that all our systems are in place and communication's good. So that was the first challenge that we faced. I guess the second one as well was being a kind of people business, a sort of creative company, um, just making sure that we manage that, that flow of information properly across the organization when people weren't in the office. So that was the Probably the two main areas that, that was concerning for us, and then I guess lastly, the, the next one was how was it going to actually impact our business? You know, how are clients going to react to lockdown? Um, marketing services is is uh, you you tend to get to sort of two schools of thought really. Some companies completely shut out marketing um, as they try and work out what's going to happen, and others double down. Um, so that was our main concern, really, as we sort of went into lockdown. Mm.
0: And I can imagine, of course, with the uh, the home working already in place to a degree, that sort of leadership from a distance, doing everything remotely, wasn't necessarily so much of a uh, big challenge and a big learning curve. But was there anything that you'd say from the last few months that you have learnt in your leadership capacity, either about yourself or the people around you?
1: Yeah, it, it's it's a sort of touch of a busman's holiday, really. Touch of irony. It's about communication. It's about talking to people, keeping people um, engaged. I mean, from a leadership perspective, it's critical um, in, in these extraordinary circumstances that communication lines are kept open. I think it's quite easy to sort of, you know, be working from home, dealing with the kids and all the other challenges that are going on, and, um, and sort of forget about your work colleagues. So, you know, we set up pretty quickly, um, regular sort of almost bi-hourly, you know, every other hour sort of calls, chats, not necessarily about work, just how are you? How are you feeling? Are you okay? Is there anything that the team can help with? And that's something that we really, really focused on. I think that really helped us.
0: Just how important do you see mental health in leadership, both in terms of safeguarding your own and also that of the people around you?
1: I think that's a great question. I mean, I think that's more important now than it's ever been. Um, I mean, it's clearly in the headlines in the press at the moment. Um, I just think being able to ask questions without making people feel comfortable about how they are is critical. Um, we've always been quite open. We're in the communications business anyway. We're quite creative. We're quite sort of thoughtful and You know, we're always putting ideas out there to our clients, but transferring that back into the individual as a leader and and finding out how people are really feeling is critical. It really is
0: it's it is absolutely massive of course and it has really been thrust back into the limelight by the uh, the pandemic that's absolutely right and leaders do become very self aware at a time like this because where there is so much uncertainty and so much worry there's so much pressure on leaders to provide the clarity the direction the reassurance that people around them need but when there is a lot of sort of lack of clarity and in information a lot of misinformation out there as well just keeping the communication channels open and getting that information down there can be quite difficult so when you are in this position and you do perhaps need a little bit of inspiration yourself when you're the one that's meant to be doing the inspiring, where is it that you tend to look to for that inspiration and direction when you need it?
1: Yeah, it's, it's kind of base level, really, I guess, myself. I mean, I've always been entrepreneurial, always liked to be in charge of my own destiny, make the decisions that I want to make. And for me, it's about taking taking the people that, that I work with on that journey, that enthusiasm, that that belief that anything's possible. I mean, I've got a great quote that I always remember. I can't remember the source of it, but it sticks with me forever. And it's, um, you know, the best way to predict the future is to invent it. So when you're poised with challenges, rather than worrying about the challenge, worry about the solution. And that's how I always look at things. I think if I can instill that in people who I work with and my clients, I think that's a great way of thinking.
0: Mm, certainly is. And um, it's interesting that you mentioned the fact that you have always been entrepreneurial and wanted to be in charge of your um, own destiny there, um, Andrew, because um, I understand that before you launched uh, Mustard PR, I think in the year 2000, do correct me if I'm wrong, um, you were in a leadership role with Spec Communications, of course, Deputy Managing Director there. Um, But I'm interested to understand what was the penny dropping moment, if you will, that made you really think that going and setting up your own business was going to be that way forward for you?
1: I think it was it was one of those things where I mean I had a a great opportunity as at spec as you said um did quite well and I really sort of woke up it was one of those sort of epiphany moments where I just thought you know what I think I have the skill set to do that now myself now feels like the right time um back then I didn't have a wife or a family to think about so so there was less risk um and I was fortunate in that uh, I started and had a client the very next day. So um, I, I think it's all about timing. I think when it feels right, it's right. I, I'd really encourage um, certainly your listeners, um, you know, that they may be struggling with what what's ahead of them now, but if they've ever had an opportunity, now is the time to do it. I really strongly believe, I mean, Back in 2000, it wasn't the best time to be setting up a business. Now I remember the .dot com boom and bust. Um, then a, a second recession came not that long after. Um, and I think when you get challenges, economic challenges like like we have now, and and certainly the uncertainty of of the health issues that are going on, I think there's all sorts of opportunities that are presented. You just need to see them and think clearly ahead. What opportunities is this going to present? If business is failing, that's a potential opportunity. Um, The demand will come back.
0: Exactly right. And interestingly, given that there may be some of those um, entrepreneurially minded people tuning into uh, this uh, program um, who may be thinking of starting a business themselves, of course, what advice would you give them, Andrew, to really get them on the road to success, based upon your experience
1: um do your research test your idea with as many people as possible um really look into your sort of expanded network so friends of friends who might have experience in doing things don't be frightened to ask for advice lots of people who've done things well in business are very 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 happy to share their experiences um don't go into something blind, do your research, get as much information about what you're going to do as possible, and just go for it
0: takes me very nicely, that advice. Actually, Andrew, onto a quote from Nelson Mandela. He once said, you should surround yourself with people who are better than you. And that essentially translates into business perfectly, doesn't it? You can go and seek out other experienced business people. You can get advice from them. You're not a lone wolf when you're starting your own business. There are plenty of people and plenty of resources out there to learn from because part of leadership is accepting that it's a constant learning process. We're never a finished article, even when we're at the top of the tree in a business
1: couldn't agree more couldn't agree more there's so much this this country has got so much talent so much opportunity i mean we you know we we've experienced so much adversity in the past nothing like we have now but we've got a great history of facing challenges head on and coming through things and um from a leadership perspective absolutely you're right you never finished article there's always something to learn there's always something new Read lots of books, take on information. And often it's as simple as just going with your gut, gut instinct. If you believe something passionately enough, then the chances are it will be successful.
0: And just before we do wrap things up on the uh, program today, Andrew, I would like to talk about the future, having reflected on the past there for a moment. Um, We know that over the course of the next 12 months, we're going to have to continue living under what's billed as the new normal in the way that we live and the way that we work, continually adjusting. Um, But in 12 months time, where do you see Mustard PR being as a business and what is it that you're really hoping to achieve during this challenging time?
1: You know, uh, we've been quite fortunate. I mean, our business um, has actually done quite well um, through COVID so far. Um, Long may that continue. Um, But I see it as an opportunity, as I said before. I think there's an opportunity to double down on on growth. Um, I see it as an opportunity to take on more talent. Um, I think there'll be people in... In the associated industry industries that, that that we work in, that will be looking for for the next career move, and maybe we can help them with that. But I I see growth, I really do.
0: Certainly encouraging that growth is on the horizon. And I do wish you all the luck in the world in those endeavours, Andrew. And I actually think just given how enlightening it's been having you join us to discuss your take on leadership today, I think it would be wonderful to catch up at some point in the next year and invite you back on the show with us just to see how things are coming along.
1: I'd enjoy that, Scott.
0: I would really welcome that opportunity as well, Andrew. I've really enjoyed having you on the programme. It's been wonderful, not just for myself, but also for our listeners base, of course. And most importantly, until we do hopefully speak again in future, please do take care and stay safe with everything still going
1: on as well. Likewise. Thank you very much, Scott. Cheers.
0: And I would reiterate that message to all of our listeners as well. Do take care, do stay safe and consider others as well as yourselves in the lifting of restrictions. It does make a real, real difference in saving lives during this time. Um, I was speaking on today's programme to Andrew Durkin, Managing Director of Mustard PR. Coming up next on today's show, we'll be handing over to Matthew O'Neill for his exclusive interview with former Education Secretary and incumbent Leaders' Council Chairman, Lord Blunkett, who enjoyed a distinguished political career, despite being blind from birth. He held a number of senior positions in the cabinet of then Prime Minister Tony Blair and served as the MP for his Sheffield, Brightside and Hillsborough constituency for 28 years. He was elevated to the House of Lords back in August 2015. I do hope you all enjoy listening, just as much as Matthew relished the opportunity to speak with Lord Blunkett. And that is coming up next.
2: Lord Blunkett, welcome.
3: Therefore, they're thinking about more productive, if you like, greater productivity ways of delivering the same service or delivering the same products. And in that sense, I think we'll have temporarily at least very much higher unemployment than we've become used to. But we'll probably have a burst of productivity, Mm -hmm. which will help with the recovery Whether it will help with the inequity of the way in which our economy is imbalanced, both between services and productivity and and production of goods and services, I'm not sure. What we will need to try and do is to ensure that the geographic imbalance that exists is, as far as humanly possible, is dealt with by both uh, the entrepreneurship and innovation from the bottom up and targeted government help which will still be needed. And we are now in the throes of the kind of borrowing that we saw back in 2008 to save the banking and economic system. We're we're having to do that to save the whole of our productive business and Mm -hmm. commerce, and I think that will have to be sustained for some time.
2: Do you feel that people will take a second look at global supply chains in the wake of this outbreak?
3: I think there's going to be much more creative ways of using local